How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Let the word go out from here across the land. Let Daddy Noonan uh, approve. Hey, this is Shooter McGavin. You're listening to the 19th Hole Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Golf Talk Live, our 19th old podcast. I am Alan DePue, your host, and as always, I am joined by a panel of experts, at least in our own minds. Anyway, I'm joined by the prettiest podcaster in golf, Christian Nazamus. Hello, Christian. What's up, Alan? And back from a long sabbatical, we don't know where he went. We want dirt. We need to know. All I, hey, if you heard the show last week, we got a text at the last minute that said, just landed from Vegas. <laughs> Andy Hydorn. <laughs> I was I was in Vegas working the college golf coach convention. College golf coach. Okay, so folks, just to, so everyone, full disclosure, we logged on, we record on Zoom, and every one of us looked at each other and we're like, we're beat. I'm exhausted. I got... It's December, and I got more crap going on in December than when I'm running a golf course in the middle of July. I, I mean, I'm I couldn't be more tired than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're missing a couple other boys that are exhausted yeah, today too. Yeah, they're exa- they're they're beat also. Brendan's been putting logging the hours. Andy, you said you've been doing like a six week stretch for new the new product launch. I mean, we'll give you a chance if you want to plug it. I mean, go go for it if you'd like. Yeah. No, we we at Sportsbox just launched our our consumer app with our our whole library of content and practice guides in there, which, you know, on the back end of, of an app, it just takes so much work and so much, you know, data input and all that stuff. And it's been it's been a, a long time getting this thing ready to go, but we launched it and it's been great so far. Um so those not familiar Sportsbox is Sportsbox is a 3D golf app. And okay. you know what? I'm going to offer no, a, free, oh, oh. a free promo right now for any listener who wants to use Sportsbox. Um, you can basically, what it is, is, is you can record your swing on video and our software converts it into a 3D image complete with biomechanical numbers. And you can watch your body as an avatar you know, swing the club up to the top and down through impact. It's pretty awesome. Dude, so, we need to we need to do that for like every one of us. Yes. We and then should. we can post it up on social. Now, this avatar for me, is it a wide avatar? Because or is it all the same on the inside, Alan? <laughs> okay. There's no such thing as big bone people. <laughs> I'm I'm husky. Yeah. So we're we're gonna offer a free 30 day um deal with, with the sports box app for everybody. We'll put hey, it in yeah. put it in our social and, any promo code, any kind of thing. We'll put it out on social yeah, or we'll put it out on social. Yep. Okay. There you go. Free 30 days. Hey, we didn't even get to the ad read in part of the show, and boom, Andy's right there, Christian. I love it. I've missed them. I've missed them, you know. I miss the debates going back and forth, you know. I, I miss you too, little brother. <laughs> but I, I can tell you this: last last week, as I was listening to your show, I was having debates 
without even being there. Oh, you, were de- you were debating the re- you were debating your pod your uh, earbuds. That's right. <laughs> I, I think you're, I leaned. You're in walking down the street, talking to yourself, debating somebody looking at you like you got Tourette's or something. Walking down the street, leaning in a little bit. <laughs> All right, so hey, we do have things to talk about. We got to talk about live funny things going on there. We got to talk about the PNC. Excited, my like fifth most favorite. Actually, I may be top three favorite weeks of watching golf. But I'm going to start with the match. Who wants it, Christian? Andy, let the debate begin. What did you think of the match this time? You want me to go, Andy, or you want to go? Well, since I didn't watch it, I think you should go, Chris. I, I barely oh. watched it, too, if I'm being honest with you. I was at a Christmas party with, a, with an old coworker of mine, and all the boys are down in the basement, uh, as well as their significant others, just watching the match. Honestly, it was so boring. I'm not going to lie to you. It was awful to watch, if I'm being quite honest with you. It was nope. it was such a disadvantage from the start. I was, at a, I, was at a, I was at a holiday party also, and I literally zoned out because I sat there and watched the match the entire time. That's perfect. I would do that I, at a yeah. holiday party too. <laughs> I just think that they're starting to get like old. I get. I don't know. Like it's just like it's such a disadvantage to start, right? Obviously, you have to realize that Tiger's playing on basically one leg, right? He can still hit the shots, but okay, but I, I got to interrupt you. The best line of the night from Sir Charles. Um, I can't remember if it was JT or Spieth. <laughs> they made some comment about his his calves. And then somebody said something to Sir Charles, and Charles goes, Tiger, you want to talk about your calves? And Tiger goes, calf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. It's just like, it it was one thing when it was Tiger and Phil, right? And now they're trying to like intertwine or, you know, other other professional athletes and well, stuff really like, they're they're leveraging the they're leveraging the the jt tiger relationship and then obviously the extension of that's the jt slash um spieth relationship and they're sure and you know obviously rory and tiger have always had a special kindred appears and and absolutely but i mean yeah he, he didn't play bad no he didn't play bad no i don't, I don't think he played terrible Right. But looking at what Tiger did this past week, as well as what he's going to do with the PNC, there's zero chance that he's going to win a major this year. Zero chance. I don't I don't even think maybe the Masters is his best shot. Right. I think it'd be cool if the if the well, you made won. a bold you made a bold assertion that uh, Tiger should be just Tiger's done. He is. And now that Andy's back, you know, the other two, the other two last week, they didn't they didn't, you know, oh, God, he's leaning in. He, he did. <laughs> the other guy, the other you know, guys. The other well, the guys other, didn't fight you on this. I guarantee Andy may give you a little pushback. I, the only thing before Andy goes into that really quick, I think it'd be cool if they did like a four v four where they take the top four players on the PGA and they did the top four players on Live, and then they played against each other in like Capital One match. That would be kind. Of, that would be television to watch, right? Nobody wants to watch Tiger, Rory, JT, and and Spieth. Well, a live a live PGA Tour Ryder Cup type format would be interesting, but that would be. Let's spin that into another. Andy, go ahead, lean in. (laughs) No, I I just think, and and I admittedly didn't watch the match because I was 
I think it was when I was in Vegas. That didn't help this portion of the show, but go ahead. Yeah. But that being said, I I do surprisingly enough have an opinion on it. Um, <laughs> I'm stunned. Yeah. I love it. Um, but you know, and and it's it, as these things evolve, they're interesting in the beginning, and then they try to make them change a little bit so that they hold their interest. And it's hard to hold their interest because it does segue to live in the sense that exhibition golf is interesting to a point, right? Right. And at the end of the day, I don't really care about, you know, the golf that's being played. The most interesting thing about those matches to me are the, the mics, right? And listening to them talk to each other. But I, I think that's even gotten to the point where well, that's, that's yeah, that I, I even stage. felt that was a little stale. I mean, I really did. But it was, it's 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 staged a little bit now, you know. Oh yeah, it's every single every bit of it's theatrical. I I mean yeah. the, the the honestly the <laughs> this is pretty bad. The cool the two coolest things I took away from the match, Annika's react or Tiger's reaction, meeting seeing Annika there, and then Annika introducing her son Will to tiger for the first time how genuine that was that is awesome that was pretty that was really cool because here's a kid he's 11 years old he's getting into golf now and he just met the you know arguably the goat and the other thing other than that little funny with between the calf um it, it's just cool under the lights i just love it I, I i love golf under the lights i think it's i think it's cool again that's a way to spin it a little bit and get some excitement but at the end of the day, it's an exhibition, right? Yep. And it can only garner so much interest. So, you know, it just is what it is. I thought Under the Lights was pretty cool, honestly. That was like my the coolest part for me personally. You know, I'm just I, I just try to be realistic when I look at somebody's swing. And, you know, Again, I don't – and the reason why I say Tiger's done is because I don't see him walking four straight days consistently and still hitting the shots that he does. That That's going to come until he's been very open about it in press conferences that he can't walk. I don't know – he even said, I don't know how much you know uh, rehab I can do on that leg and to, to, to ever get it back to full strength. So I, I just – I hate to say it. I think he'll get, I think he'll win another tournament, but it won't be a major. Yeah, I don't even think he'll win. I don't, I don't think he wins another tournament. He's determined to get to 83. I think he would get to 83, personally. Right? He'll win, like, some the Bermuda no tournament. tournament. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, right? Yeah. You know, but... Parks, parks his boat offshore. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't... But I don't know physically if he's going to be able to walk four straight days and, and win that tournament. I, I don't know. You know? I. It sucks because he's such a generational talent. And obviously, he's not the star of the show at the PNC this this upcoming week. Charlie is. So, so one one last thing on the on the match, and and you know, you talk about kind of spicing it up a little bit, and you guys like the under the lights. Well, they did that once before. Remember, oh, Tiger yeah. and Tiger and Annika, and I think it was Kari Webb and and Phil. Maybe I they think it was yeah at, Big, at Bighorn. Yep. Um, and I'm just pulling this out of my ass here, so I, I don't really can verify that information. But I, I believe those four people played under the lights at Bighorn, and and it was 
interesting then too. So um, they, it's a promoter. It's it's like they they got to get a good promoter to. Well, I mean, look, even Phil and Tiger played under the lights, right? In their their showdown there in Vegas. I mean, yeah. So I I I like that feature because I I just think I just think it's cool. I I agree. I agree. So anyway, live and let live. See what I did there? Live will never die. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, quote unquote, golf, but louder. Yeah. You keep saying that, Greg. It'll come true. The shark is all over the news this week. All kinds of articles. Golf Inc. asked the most powerful, including Greg Norman of Live, on the impact of golf courses. We're, there was another big article written. And there's one line in here. We're, this, By the way, this is our live segment, if you didn't get that point. Um, there is one point in here. I got to find the article where he basically says, oh, I can't find the damn thing. He says something to the effect of, hey, this is everything I wanted in the 1990s where families and the players are treated the way they're supposed to have been treated. Andy, it proves your it, it goes to a point you've been making every week on the show. This is just about Greg's axe to grind with the 100%. hierarchy of golf. A hundred percent. It it just and and you know the article that some of us read that one of our our illustrious co-hosts sent us yesterday was an absolute sleigh job um of greg i mean it was it was brutal um and i think it was the the golf inc article um but it was it was uh written by mike ritz i think i thought that one was like in golf digest or golf but I, the, the golf inc was what is the one we were circulating tonight but they're, they're all every one of the articles is the same. I mean, the golf ink one talks more about what their plans are for the the upcoming season. You're right. It the, one you're refer, the one it you're referring to, it it rips him. It was it it was terrible, like terrible, and you know, a lot of those things you've heard to be true before. Some of us have actually been in the presence of such. A person <laughs> have seen some of that. Um, did you ride on his private private plane? I, I did, <laughs> and and on his his world famous boat. Mm. Um, but but truth be told, I mean, like like they weren't holding back. Mike Ritz, you know, and this is the greatest part about that article. The first time Mike Ritz ever met him, he was starstruck, and Greg Norman treated him like a piece of dog shit. Yep, and. Until the camera went on. Yep. And yeah. And then and then he was the <clears throat> nicest guy in the world. But you can't do that stuff in your life and expect that that's not going to come back and bite you in the ass. And I I bet there's a million more articles just like this. Like you pointed out, Alan, you know, everything you read now is scathing toward the man. Yep. I didn't read into the article too much. I won't lie. I, I didn't read all of it. But what we've talked about, obviously, and some of the stuff that I did read just about Greg, it's not really surprising um, at at all, to say the least. Um, 
you know, I, I've never actually met the guy, um, nor probably will I ever, but you know, there's been so many stories of him as a character, as a person and so forth. And, uh, you know, it's, it's quite sad, honestly, to think that, you know, he treats people and unfortunately like that and whatnot, but. If, yeah. if you want, if you, if you want to see it, folks, that what we're talking about, it's the, uh, it's actually the Sydney Morning Herald, which is smh.com.au. Uh, that's where the article is. It's also going to be found, as as uh, Andy said, on uh, mikeritzgolf.com. It's a different look at the great white shark. Um, not the the one be not behind or in front of the camera, I should say, but. Um, my the article I'm referring to just came out literally like in the last 24 hours from Golf Inc. It talks about you know the impact of, of live on not only the tours but the golf the golf industry in general. And it goes on to say something to to the extent that you know they're planning six international events next year, and eight, I think it's eight or nine in the uh, here in the states. Um, and they're shoring up the pl places. I know that they've, and I don't have them at the top of my head, but I know a couple of those have been uh, former tour stops um, here in the U.S. But uh, I guess my question, Mr. Hydorn, is does, to, to your earlier point, we're going to connect the dots here, does exhibition golf last? Yeah, I mean, again, I, I stand strongly saying that as long as it, it it continues in its in its stage of of you know its current state if you will then it's just is somewhat irrelevant um and you know like the match used to be interesting and has waned in its you know existence as it goes from year to year i think liv's going to have the same thing unless things change for them unless they they you know, have something more relevant. I looked at the the course lineup because they had it posted somewhere uh, in the last couple of days, and it's uninspiring. I mean, completely uninspiring. And I said this a long time ago: the star of professional golf are the events in the venues, not the players. Now, mm -hmm. Tiger, Tiger is a is a absolute example of. A real star but even players like rory and dj and like those guys are all ir or they're all replaceable and to me the the stars are the augusta nationals the pebble beaches the u.s opens the the you know open championships those that's what makes professional golf interesting to fans not not the music not you know all this other golf but louder stuff that that stuff it is it may be fun in the beginning but you know over time that stuff doesn't matter the thing that matters is the historic relevance of the game and the tournaments and the competition that's what matters i i, I want to come back no i'm going to ask you now and then i'll hit christian because there's another great quote in there is that are you saying that because you are a exceptional player low handicapper golf golf uh aficionado all of us on here have played at a high level are they appealing to that guy that's gets out and slaps it around a little bit 
every once in a while. They don't care. They're the casual. They they're a fan of the game, but they're not a they're not the 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 diehard golfer. That's a that's a very fair question, and that's why I asked you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and my answer is that yes, I'm coming from my viewpoint and and uh, you know where I stand on that. So it's it's a fair question. I mean, does does do the things that make golf interesting to me not matter to other people? Probably. Well, I mean, then this ties into because we 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 ragged on our Gen Zers about bro, but and I'm not going to go there. I, that's all I got. But bro does that. Is it does live appeal to the bros? And let me quote one more thing here, Christian, because I need you weigh in. Live is bringing a new energy to the sport that young people can relate to. You're young. Do you relate? No, I don't relate to live golf at all. I was on it when it first came out because it was cool. I thought it was different, unique. But then after like watching a few tournaments and so forth and understanding what exactly live golf was and like obviously the tournaments itself, it, I'm I'm fully on Andy's team here. You got to you got to understand the history of the sport. You know what I mean? It's like these guys on tour are always going to look at these guys on live differently. Like they obviously all went there for the money. The, it's it's fun in games when you have music playing every once in a while. And But, like, when I look at a golf tournament, I don't look at a golf tournament anymore unless you're playing it for fun. Like When I think of shotgun, I think of playing for fun, right? Like a mm-hmm. shotgun tournament, right? right. Um, all these all these guys are all playing at, 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 on a shotgun start. You know, you, Dustin Johnson or Cam Smith could be leading the tournament, but they could start in whole freaking 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, a traditional style golf tournament is always going to be hit. The leader always starts on hole one and end on 18 for the grand finale. Everybody can see the leaders coming down the fairway and so forth, right? What Greg is doing is 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 hurting the game at the end of the day. You know, I, I personally think, I don't think it's helping it, you know? So if you want to talk about like the generational talent. Well, he also goes in great detail, and I'll let you guys debate this, you know, World golf rankings. That's he says that is he he didn't anticipate the amount of pushback he was going to get from the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour, and he just he is intent on providing a great product and nailing down the world golf ranking points. What say you guys? I I don't think, if I'm being quite honest with you, I don't think. Oh, this is a tough one. I don't I don't think you should be able to get world golf rankings on this tour. If I'm being honest with you. Because you have guys on other tours that bust their ass to do what they do to make a cut. And you have these guys on live who are, yes, making a ton of money to play on that tour. But it's almost like a joke at the end of the day because of the shotgun starts, because of the music blaring, because of whatever else it it might be. Right. A team atmosphere. It's not it's not a golf tournament. It's it's a it, I almost look at it as like a charity type of thing, right? Um, I don't think world golf ranking should be a thing. And to be to be honestly, to be just frank with you, I think every player on live should be banned from every major. Personally, that's just me. Christians turn the other direction. Wow, I have to I have turned because they don't deserve it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They don't deserve it. They they basically just said the biggest fu to the PGA. The history of the game, the history of golf, okay? 
Ben Hogan, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, these these men who literally are the face of this sport. And they and they just basically gave them the middle finger and they were like, I don't give a shit about you. I don't give a shit about you. You I you can go after yourself, whatever it might be. They don't care. Okay. Like they took it for the money. I hope they live happily lives, obviously. I don't wish any ill will upon anybody, but they don't deserve to play in majors, period. Not that any of them would win in any way. So even if they teed it up, it's not like any of them would win in any way. There's only there's only two of them that could win. It's DJ or DJ or Cam, honestly. I wouldn't even say DJ if I'm being honest with you. I no, think DJ. DJ I gets would've. hot. DJ's a talent. <laughs> DJ's a talent until he went to live. You know, the nobody he won $35 million this past year, which which by the way, I was gonna actually use that as a point. That's all everybody wants to talk about now. Nobody talks about winning. Nobody talks about the ti- the titles. Nobody talks about doing this, doing that. They talk about, well, he won $35 million this year. Who well, the one, the one thing that Liv did is they made that stat 100% irrelevant because Pat Perez made an obscene amount of money, right? So that the stat of how much money you made playing golf is no longer relevant. It, it's, it's relevant to them. And, and I don't have an issue with them doing that and making that decision, making that money, no issue at all. But it 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 made the amount of money that you win playing golf irrelevant, right? So on the world ranking points, to me, it's a very objective thing. Um, and it's simple. The world ranking point criteria was around a long time before Liv came along, right? So if if... Those criteria basically say that Liv should get world ranking points, then they should get them. If the criteria say that Liv shouldn't get ranking points, then they shouldn't. So we shouldn't be making exceptions for this new money. But that's the way the world is nowadays. We make exceptions for everybody, Andy. Come on. you got to make an exception. These are some of the most talented golfers in the world. No, no. I, I I don't I don't see it that way. I mean, I and I, and, and I agree with you because yeah. they knew what they were doing when they pulled the trigger. Whether whether they whether they did or they were misled, yeah, they knew. Yeah, be mad at Greg Norman for that, or be mad at someone else for that. Don't be mad at at the rest of the world because hashtag where's Ogletree? Hashtag <laughs> where's Abraham answer? Hashtag where's who should I continue? Neiman? Uh, yeah. And and you know what's really sad is that some of the rising stars in this game are, yeah. are on the done. Are in the train to obscurity, yeah. right? I mean, it's 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 not gonna well, be long before the only you the, don't well, I mean, ever hear okay, take names. take take Neiman for or, or take answer for okay. Yeah, both of which can play their way into the U.S. Open. They can play their way into the Open Championship. They still have that as a as an avenue to, that they can go through qualifying, just like everybody else out there. Which you know what, I'm fine. That's fine. I am too. But but here's the thing: the only way those players were will ever be relevant in the world of professional golf again is if in those few short weeks that those four weeks to play if they make something happen if they don't i mean like like joaquin neiman could win the memorial could win the players championship could win you know the the arnold palmer could win all these things have a great year and not 
contend in a major and still be a relevant star in the landscape of golf. But now he's going to have like two chances each year to be relevant. And, and if he does great, if he doesn't, he's just going to be that obscure guy playing in the, in the, you know, the other, you know, league there, if you want to call it a league, but it just, it it's, yeah, it, it's pretty clear to me that, that those guys unfortunately are going to fade away and they're being replaced by others. You know, there's, there's so many other great players that can come up and be the next Cam Smith, the next Joaquin Neiman, the next Abraham answer. And I mean, it just, they're giving them themselves a little bit, not the players themselves, but, but live is giving their stars a little bit too much credit for being more of a part of the equation than they really are. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, everybody on, everybody on live right now. And I'm going to say we're minus cam Smith. In my opinion, the top names, the Phil's DJ Bryson Brooks, they're all fading in the distance. This yep. was prior even to live even existing. Right. In my, in my opinion, they're, 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 they're all twilight of their career guys. Exactly. That's what's, that's what's so heartbreaking, disturbing for Neiman and answer. When, when I first heard the news about those two golfers say in particular, right. It just shocked me because I was more, I was more disappointed that they just went there for the money. Right. It, because I knew that they had the talent to win a couple majors to make more money than whatever they signed for, right? They would have made more money on the PGA Tour because of how well they're playing at this very moment, and they were starting to come into their prime. But now they just decided to say, okay, you know what? $100 million, That's obviously that's life-changing money for any person, right? But I'm a betting man, and I I would have put money down that they would have made more money on the PGA than obviously live golf. I think in the long run, Christian, you're right. I, I mean, these guys, look... If you're good enough to get invited to live, you're making a shit ton of money playing golf for a living. Right. You're making a shit ton of money. And, you know, at the end of the day. You worked you, your entire you, life to get to that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. I, I mean, and again, if I'm in their shoes, it's hard, it's hard to really say personally. But, like, for me – you know, if I'm coming into my prime in my life and I'm playing on tour and I'm and I'm, you know, hopefully hosting a couple of trophies, whatever it might be, you know, at the end of the day for me, I'm sticking on the PGA tour just because I know for a fact that the, the Corn Ferry Tour and all these other tours are are generating unbelievable talent, right? Yeah. But it, it is it is so hard now in the PGA to win a couple of times a season, right? You have so many young individuals that are now hitting the ball. Like the ball is going farther. The technology is different, obviously, but like just the talent alone, right? I would take so many younger guys on tour right now to beat anybody on live. Again, this is excluding Cam Smith just from what he did, but I would take any single person on on the PGA right now to beat anybody on live. So one In one the- one one final comment to to Andy's point. I have it right here, actually. Greg Norman, CEO, commissioner. Uh, lives expansion to new markets to grow the excitement for 2023. Cedar Ridge in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Gallery Club in Tucson, and this one doesn't surprise me only because of Bubba, the Greenbrier. 
Yeah, wake me up when you're done. <laughs> well, I'll tell you where I will be awake. Segway. Segway. <laughs> PNC Championship. Oh yeah. Bring it on, boys. Who we got? Who you got? Who you got? Does Tiger, does Tiger, does Tiger and uh, Charlie get it done this week? No. Um, Did you say no? Absolutely not. I no hesitation whatsoever because it's basically it's going to be Charlie carrying Tiger. Okay. Like uh, uh, this is back to back weeks for Tiger. He, you know, obviously, does he actually does he get a golf cart this week? He does get a golf cart this week. Okay. Handicap the field. I'm just saying right so, now. So I, I was actually, it's funny. Hey, so there was Golf Digest put out a, a, a little piece here that said five teams to watch other than the Woods. Team Sorenston, right? Little 11 year old Will's playing with Annika. Uh, Spieth is playing for the first time. Team Thomas, as always, dangerous. Uh, Team Longer and Team Daly, obviously. They say those are the five. They didn't even mention the 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 the, the Tiger and Cub. Who, by the way, I'm just throwing all everything on the table right at, before we start debating. Here are the course yardages for this weekend. Back tees, age 16 to 54, 72, 7,200, or just, excuse me, 7,100. Ages 14, 15, or 55 to 73, a 6,500-yard course, plus the LPGA ladies are playing there. And then they have some junior lengths down at 6,000 or 5,400. And 13-year-old Charlie Woods is being made to pay play the 6,500-yard course, even though he's not 14. Fine well, by me. Go ahead, Christian. He's going to make the course shorter anyways. He can play from the tips and still beat half the people in this. Well, field. Tiger re- Tiger revealed this week that I mean that the, that was something that came out of the match that Charlie hit it past him this week or sometime in the last week or so. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but I love how Tiger said it. He goes, "I hit a spinner and he tomahawked one." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that does, yeah. Go ahead, Andy. So again, the the PNC is a great example of like exhibition golf and it's interesting because we get to see the families right and and to me like i i love like when when greg and greg jr were playing i was looking and watching when you know um duval and his stepson were playing and like to me that's that's the excitement of this and i think that list that that they put out of the people to watch it's not to watch to see who's going to win. It's just to watch because it's interesting to see Annika and her son, Will. Um, you know, that stuff is awesome. And VJ and his kid, his monstrous kid, Cass, <laughs> you know, like to me, that's that. That's why I love watching this tournament. And um, it's it's so much fun to see the, the mannerisms and all that stuff. And I, I, I do have one one little bone to pick with you, Christian. So, oh. Um, and so it begins. Well, last week as I was listening and and uh, I think you were pumping up little JD a little bit more than he deserves. Who? Oh, little John? Yeah. You know, you know, he can't even make his college golf team. He didn't make his college. I didn't even know that. Like he's, wow. he's on the on the roster, but he never plays. Like he's That's not, shocking to me. Yeah, he's not good enough to be in the top five. And Arkansas has got a good program, but 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked too. I was looking and, and digging into it a little bit, and I'm like, he didn't he didn't make one tournament. Wow, yeah. I never would have guessed that personally. Yeah. So you were digging into that when you were at the college coaches out in Vegas. No, I was actually digging into that about three months ago. Oh, okay. Uh, Just curious as to how you're futuristic. You're futuristic. Well, I was looking to see how he's playing in college, and it turned out that he's not. (laughs) So, Charlie and Tiger. I don't want to keep figuring the focus because that's unfortunate. It's funny because on this podcast, Brendan Elliott, before he became co host, Brendan Elliott was on here the very night after, the, I think we recorded that uh, Sunday night or Monday night, Christian, and we were talking about it and with 12-year-old Charlie, and he's like, man, let the kid be a kid. Just let the kid be a kid. Let him let him mature and come along. He's not a little kid anymore. He's jacked. I mean, he's, I mean, granted, he's got the resources, the money of Tiger to, I mean, have you seen that kid physically? He's a, he's a right. beast. He is kind of short still, though. He is kind of short still. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's nice when you get to wake up and just, like, you know, take 150 steps and go to a fully fit gym in your own comfort of your own home. With a trainer that's probably – with a trainer trainer that's probably feeding you some kind of, like, fruit smoothie full of all kinds of nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. The life. Charlie, I I have no doubt in my mind that Charlie is going to have a phenomenal golf career wherever he goes. Right. I think he's going to have a great golf college golf career um, being 13 years old playing. I the think, way he I think that's yet to be written. It has yet to be written. Obviously, I, I'm I'm being bold and I'm being biased, but, you know, I'm just like there's so much good talent in the PNC that people don't even talk about. You know what I mean? There's so so many other like look at look at Kuchar's kid. He's a stick. Yeah. Nobody talk about him. You know what I mean? And I, it's just like there, there's I, I'm just kind of. I'm at the point where it's just like every time Tiger tees it up, all the hype's around him. You know, um, like take a major, for example, right? It's like if somebody's coming down the stretch in a tournament. Well, equated to something else. All the hype's always about Brady. I mean, so, he just he just I got shellacked by the 49ers. Got, all, the gonna be, all the hype's going to be on him. All the hype is going to be on Gretzky at the end of his career. All the hype is going to – when you're the legend, the hype, the, it's going to – I mean, they build marketing campaigns around the guy. Right. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Um, I'm not going to watch all of it, but I will watch bits and pieces of it, and I'm sure it's going to be all over social media. So I really probably wouldn't have to watch it because it's going to – I can just go on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be. You're going to get a play-by-play, brother. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So – you know, but no, I don't. I don't think. Um, and I got I little. Know. I got little dupes coming into town this weekend, so we might be nursing a hangover on the couch Saturday watching it. So I mean, I love it. I don't. I don't see Tiger winning it personally this year. I, I again, with how good, with how good JT's playing right now, I, I don't see anybody beating him and his dad. I think they're the favorites, in my opinion. So. Yeah, Andy. I mean, I I kind of. This this makes me me a little bit sentimental to the the years when silly season golf was a thing right um and this is a perfect silly season event started with the skins game on 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 thanksgiving weekend and then kept going dark shootout dark shootout all that stuff was great um and this is this is just a prime example of of that relaxed entertaining golf that you get to see so 
I mean, I I think, and I'll, I'll be the devil's advocate to you, Christian. I'll I'll take I'll take Tiger over the Thomases, and we'll have a little wager. Perfect. I love it. All right. Well, see, I was going to actually say that that they actually do get it done this week. Because and here and here's why I'm going to say it: they're playing a scramble. So Tiger is still Tiger. You know, yeah, he may hit one off the rails, and he he's going to have his cart. But he, he, Christian, you said it. It's all boils down to Charlie, and for, by Charlie, all opinion, Charlie, Charlie's getting older, but Mike Thomas is getting older. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> going golf swings getting short. I know short golf swings. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I think I'm mostly excited just to watch, like Charlie and how he's going to go after the ball and his technique right? mechanics. Like honestly, I don't care about what Tiger does. If I'm being quite honest with you, I don't. Um, I just, I, I care more about what, what he's doing, Charlie. Um, Me too. Yeah. So I, I, I could sit on a range right now and just watch Charlie pound balls out there left and right. You know what I mean? And I would learn so much from him and he's already way better than I'll ever be. Um, and it, it would just be a treat to sit on the range and just watch him hit balls. His swing, Andy, his swing, put that on sports box. His swing is being impressive, right? It's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he's, he's got some some like most kids his age do, but the incredible flexibility just just totally makes that swing so much better. Yeah, without question. Yeah. So since you've been gone, we're going to give you the opportunity. Hashtag. Don't be that be guy. That guy. <laughs> All right. I, I have a, a very random don't be that guy. Oh, boy. Somebody somebody kind of. Half kiddingly pulled this one on me um, a couple weeks ago. I was in Florida playing in a golf tournament in the midst of all my work as well. But um, so, so th this always has cracked me up. So the people, you know, they're standing over a 20 foot putt, looks like it's going in, and you say something to encourage the ball to go in. And they give you the take your lips off my ball or stop talking my ball type thing. What? You mean to tell me you never heard that? No. Christian, have you never heard somebody like get upset because you're talking to their ball? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I could don't be that guy. And I'm sure there's plenty of listeners out there who who will understand. All right, if there's any listeners out there, can you please uh Go into our Facebook page and and see if you've uh, ever talked to your opponent's golf ball. So, so the I'll thing put it is, out on Twitter. We're gonna put a we need to put a Twitter. I can poll see up. talking to like your own ball, but the uh, that's a, that, like that's like if we're playing and you hit one wayward or Alan hits one wayward and I'm saying get in the woods or something. I may think it. No, no, no. This is positive talk. It's like oh, it's like okay. like if somebody hits one in on a par three, you know, with water in front. Like I just played the bear trap, by the way, in my tournament. Huh. Nice. Um, hmm. And you know, you say, get up, get up, get up. And it's like the person's like, stop talking to my ball. It's like go F yourself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so when we finally play, I'm gonna talk to your golf ball more than I talk to mine. And I will never be upset with you talking to my golf ball. Never. Wow. My ball flies over Allen's in the so air. What is, so what exactly is the hashtag here? Don't be what guy? 
Don't be the guy that talks to the golf ball. No, don't be the guy that gets pissed when other people are trying to wish good things on the result of your shot. Oh, got it. If someone, uh, said, talking. if someone says you're 20 footers rolling, I thought you were going to say, I thought you mean like the guys that I play with sometimes and they, and you hit it off, in, off you know, dead right. And they go, no, 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 we can, that'll work for over there. We can find that. No, 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 not, not that. So when you're 20 footers breaking toward the hole and that the other person says, go in and it lips out. And then uh, the guy with the puck gets pissed off because you said something. Okay. Like it's like that. It's like that force on that shot forty six and that scramble a couple weeks ago. Yeah, bet you they were doing a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah. So I I I feel comfortable that I'm not alone in in uh, experiencing this. Don't be that guy. So I'm not. I'm not going to lie, Andy. And and it's I say this with much love. I would expect that after three weeks back, it would have been a stronger, more definitive. Not needing explanation. Hashtag don't be that guy. Well, if my co-hosts were more into this whole thing, I wouldn't have had to explain it. <laughs> so All right, fair, Christian. Fair enough, though. 18th green. Final thoughts. You got to go first because I'm still looking for one. Yeah. I. Uh, well, first off, you know, obviously, everybody, please, you know, continue to uh, follow us on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the above. We have great things planned this year. Um, upcoming into 2023. Excuse me. I keep thinking that we, you know, have have months left in this year, but we don't. We only have a few weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Just to continue to to follow us on this journey. You know, obviously. Um, you know, we're we're doing this for you guys. We're doing it for, uh, you know, for us as well. Anything we can do to change that, please let let, let us know in the comments. You know, we love talking to you guys. We love interacting with you guys. Um, anything we can do better, please let me know um and and so forth so that was my final thought andy my final thought was uh at the qbe shootout last week kevin kisner and max homa were gushing over nelly Corda's golf game yeah yeah and it was a pretty cool moment because they basically were saying she didn't miss hit a shot she had everything going at the hole she putts well she chips well how does she not win every week? And I think Max Homa said it's a testament to how good the other players out there must be as well, because she was pretty damn impressive. Uh, indeed. Been saying that for some time now, and it's easy to do when she's world number one. Um, okay, my final thought is to echo Christian. Next week, our Christmas holiday show should be fun, and I'm hoping – if we don't have it next week, it'll be then hopefully in two weeks then. I'm hoping to get uh, architect Stephen K on. Nice. And that's a great one to, to, to Stephen. First of all, Stephen's got great stories. So I'm hoping to get Stephen on. I know Brendan recently did a whole long uh, uh, article for PGA.com. Shameless plug for Brendan. Uh, on uh, Seth Rayner and Steven's got lots of thoughts about Rayner as well as the work he's doing. So that's my final thought, a little foreshadowing. Um, should be a good show when we get him on as well as a couple other people we have scheduled. So keep listening. Appreciate everyone listening. Enjoy the uh, PNC shootout or PNC uh, parent child this weekend. You got anything else? Okay. Goodbye. That is all.
you only have one opportunity to sell your golf property. Shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate? Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan DePew, today at 717-554-8519. That's 717-554-8519.